So anybody that knows me knows how indecisive I am. So um, you could be like, oh, tell me what you want to eat. I'm extremely hungry. I'm starving. What do you want to eat? I don't know. I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. Because that's just me. I don't know how to make decisions. But I just found the most amazing thing. It's called the infatuation. So it's an app that helps you find the right restaurant for any situation. It could be a nice place for a first date, somewhere to do your birthday, somewhere to celebrate, somewhere to like have a surprise for somebody, anything. So if you ever need to find a place to eat, but you don't want to read through like multiple reviews or just try somewhere new that you just might not like, just go to theinfatuation.com or download their free app for iOS and Android to search for thousands of restaurants in 22 major cities around the world like it's amazing in Atlanta here like a lot of restaurants I did not know existed I found them and the best part is you can let the infatuation do the work for you if you send a text to 64560 that 64560 a real person will respond to you and help you find a restaurant that is perfect for whatever situation you find yourself in well enjoy hi guys it's tommy here um, today I'd like to talk about something that has been bothering me for a while, or well, for about a week now, and I think it's something that is important and it's something that people need to address more. So, I know like in the past few episodes I had mentioned that I had an accident, I fell down the stairs in my house and I dislocated two of my fingers. So, I had been out of work for five weeks, so I fell on August 11th, and I got back to work on September 18th. So, what happened was, I got back to work, and everybody was being super nice to me. Everybody was sweet. Oh, are you okay? Tell me, is everything all right? And I'm like, oh, maybe I'm a great person. I don't like you guys, but hey, you guys seem to care about me. Like, I felt good, but... (laughs) So, um, I think three different women called me in because we have like conference rooms where you can go in and talk, answer calls and stuff like that. So they call me in and they're like, Hey, can I talk to you about something? I'm like, okay. I'm just, I'm thinking it's something else, but then they call me and then they're like, uh, so we just want to let you know you're not alone. If you need support, you could do this. You could come to us. Um, sometimes talking about it helps. And then, you know, I'm like, uh, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, if your man is hitting you, let us know. I'm like, dun, dun, dun. Where is that coming from? Like, where are you guys getting this idea from? But then I thought about it, and I spoke to um one of my friends at work. And I'm like, hey, girl, um, so have you realized that a lot of people have been asking me? She's like, oh, well, um, they said the same thing when I said you fell down, and everybody's looking like, mm-hmm, yeah, she fell down. But Tommy, think about it. You fell down the stairs and broke your arm. Isn't that the regular story girls that are being better tell? 
And it was funny to me because I remember on my birthday also, one of my friends called me and I'm like, oh, she's like, oh, did you go to work on your birthday or did you take the day off? I'm like, oh, I've been at home for a few weeks because I felt like she's like, Tommy, let me know if your man is hitting you. I'm coming out there to come get you. I'm like, girl, no, I just really fell for real. And like, I thought about it and I'm like, oh, well, wow, it is true. That is exactly what happened. And I just sat there, I was thinking about it, and I just go online, and then I'm looking, like, I've looked up something about, like, stories people tell when they're being abused in their relationship, because, you know, like, I just like to look up stuff all the time, like, I always say, like, if anybody gets a hold of my Google search history, I'm in trouble for life, but I looked at something, and, um, while I was um doing that search, I saw this article that really caught my eye, and I'm gonna put the link in the description below also but um it was something that caught my eye, and I'm like, "Oh well, let me just speak on this because I for one, I have been in an abusive relationship. Thankfully, it's not one that left physical bruises, but it left emotional bruises, even though those are worse than physical bruises. But hey, we all have our struggles, and I am glad I was able to walk away from it. And looking at this article, it helped me see a lot of things that I wish people had talked about then to make me understand that, hey, you're not alone, you're not doing anything wrong. It's a process, and you can get through this. So... I'm going to take a second to go over it, just like I did in, I think it was my second episode, I will say everything point by point for, from the article, and then I will do, I'll let you guys know what I feel about it, and maybe share insight, or um, let you guys know how I handled such situations in my own experience. So, it's from joinonelove.org, and... The article is titled, 11 Reasons Why People in Abusive Relationships Can't Just Leave. Hmm. When many people hear that someone is in an unhealthy or, or abusive relationship, their first question is, why don't they leave? If you've ever been through an abusive relationship, it's this sort of response. My, if you Sorry. <laughs> If you've never been through an abusive relationship, this sort of response might seem logical. Just throw the deuces up and move on with your life, right? But here's the thing. When it comes to relationship abuse, it's never as easy as just leaving. And we're here to tell you why. Leaving an abusive relationship is hard for many reasons. Here are 11 of the many reasons that someone in an unhealthy or toxic situation might stay with their partner. Now, before I go into the 11 reasons, um, this is true. Like, it's not as easy as people say now. Before now, I'm the one that would be like, you're so stupid. Why will you be with the man that is hitting you? Why will be with the man that is talking you down like this? Like, I have the smartest mouth in this life. And I'm quick to be like, oh, you let someone talk to you like this, but... I've stopped doing that. I, why, well, this was all right before I got in my own situation. And, like, when I got, when I found myself in that situation, like, it was weird for me. And I'm like, oh, wow. And I would sit down and tell myself, oh, my God, you should leave. But then I couldn't. But 
let's just go into this and also i wanted to say like abusive relationships are not just when you get hit also is the way they talk to you is um you know like it could be the way they talk to you the way they they could just give you like silent treatment it could be like they limit your access to stuff that um you know your what's that thing called (laughs) they limit your access to stuff that you should have because they feel like they have control over you they give you guilt trips they withdraw affection they are dominating and controlling they threaten to kill themselves if you decide to leave and you know they constantly put you down they humiliate and embarrass you they don't communicate with you and they cheat on you all of that are forms of abuse because people just limit abuse to just getting hit it's beyond that and I think that's where the problem was for me in my relationship because initially when it all started even it starts from when they start to raise their voice at you and then they come close to you and tell you I will hit you it starts with little things like that once you start getting threats there that is a major red flag because initially it was like oh well at least he's not hitting me and then the first time he hit me I was like wow but then it's like oh well we'll go into that as we keep going so I don't just tell the whole story right before we get into it so um uh, the first reason here is number one society normalizes unhealthy behavior so people may not understand that their relationship is abusive when you think that unhealthy or abusive behaviors are normal it is hard to identify your relationship as abusive and therefore there's no reason to seek help which is just like what i said earlier some people feel like oh when you're yelling it's like um it's not it's not a bad thing you guys are just yelling at each other there's this thing people say tough love i do not identify with tough love I don't. Oh, well, at least not anymore. Because it's like, oh, it's tough love. He cares about you. If he doesn't care about you, he's not going to talk to you that way. And people, people just normalize tough love. They think tough love is sexy. They think if he doesn't yell at you, he can't stand his ground and stuff like that. Because that's how the society has made us see that this is how people show love. So, number two... Emotional abuse destroys your self-esteem, making it feel impossible to start fresh. Oftentimes, people in emotionally abusive relationships may not understand that they are being abused because there is no violence involved. Also, many will dismiss or downplay emotional abuse because they don't think it is as bad as physical abuse. It's hard for those in abusive relationships to leave their partners after they've continuously made after they've continuously been made to feel worthless and like there's no better option for them. Okay, so what happened was before I started this um thing, I just read like the bullet points, but I made it a point not to read what was under it because I just wanted to like just go straight from the heart and it's just like it's coming right out of what I just said because it's basically what I just said right before. And um, like for me, like I'm a single mom. So I was with this guy and then he would constantly let me know, oh, well, then, like, I've accepted you and your son, so where do you want to start again? So you want to introduce how many men to your son and just be this and then call me all sorts of names. 
so it was just kind of like okay well where do I start from and you know all these things where people say oh you stay for the kids you stay for this sometimes you get to hold back and say oh yeah I'm staying because um, I'm staying because uh, I'm staying because of the kids I don't want I don't want them to feel like this but <clears throat> excuse me if you think about it and then you look at it and then it's like okay I'm being abused you you become like this like it said here your self-esteem is destroyed you <clears throat> you can't stand for yourself for anything you can't really do anything by yourself so you're just there and then you don't see any good in yourself because someone is bringing you down weighing you down and making you feel like there's nothing better out there for you and then you cannot even be the best version of yourself for the kids that you're trying to protect the relationship for so when you start to think about this beyond the kids and think about how you being where you are will affect whatever situation you're protecting by being in the situation like and then you see like there's always a better option like it, no matter what if you buy a 2018 car right now you have the best there's always better people always say oh my wife is the best my wife is the best but the best that your wife is doing for you is the best she can do nobody is saying like you should look like when within what you have that is the best that you have but if you step outside of that you can find better i don't know if that makes sense let me go drink some water this is a sponsored ad have you ever thought about starting your own podcast like when i first thought about starting i had a lot of questions i had like questions like where do i start from how do i start how do i record where do I like host on and what equipment do I use and all of that? Um, the answer to all of this is simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. It is 100% free and it's super easy to use. Um, the best part of it is you can record from anywhere, from any device, from your phone, from your computer, like anywhere you don't need anything fancy to do this so um if you want to start your own podcast all you have to do is go to anchor.fm forward slash start that's anchor.fm slash start to join me and all the other podcasters already using anchor and i can't wait to hear your podcast number two emotional abuse destroys your self-esteem making it feel impossible to start fresh. Oftentimes, some people in emotionally abusive relationships may not understand that they are being abused because there's no violence involved. Also, many will dismiss or downplay emotional abuse because they don't think it is as bad as physical abuse. It is hard for those in abusive relationships to leave their partners after they've, con they've continuously been made to feel worthless and like there's no better option for them. Like, okay, one thing I did was when I was about to start this, I just read, like, the bullet points. I didn't go into all that was written under, but that's exactly what it is, and which is what I said right before I went into it. People feel like, oh, well, it's it's not physical, so it's nothing. He just yells at me. He just shoves me into the wall. He has, okay, that's not physical. Let's even see, oh, he's just yelling at me. Oh, he's just he's just calling me names. Like, one thing people need to realize is if someone respects you, if someone loves you, 
they will not there are certain things they cannot say or do to you because they love them and all of that like uh i just i know like for me like because i'm a single mom when i was in my abusive relationship he would tell me stuff like oh so where do you want to start again from or you want to introduce another man to him Oh, so he would think you're irresponsible and things like that. So I stayed. I'm like, okay, well, I'm doing this for Daniel. Oh, God. Um, I really don't want him to have to count men with me. And it was just like, I was like, okay, I'm just going to stay. I'm going to thug it out. Um, maybe I won't be so stupid. Maybe I won't be so stupid. Maybe I won't be so useless. Oh, maybe I'll be more careful. Maybe I want to just not be an idiot. Maybe maybe sometimes I just don't think. Because if I was thinking, maybe I wouldn't have just left the shoes right there. If I was, you know, you start to think and you're like, oh, well, yeah, maybe I'm actually useless. Maybe I'm actually stupid. And then you start to accept the name callings. You start to think of yourself as those things. You think of yourself, oh, yeah, maybe I don't have sense. Maybe I'm just dumb. And stuff like that. And then you stay in there and you're like, oh, well, if I wasn't this, maybe he wouldn't have done this. You start to make excuses. And that way you sit down there and you're like, oh, well, he's not hitting me. And then you feel like, oh, well, someone else may not accept me because I'm stupid. At least he he loves me even though I'm stupid. And things like that. But what we need to sit down and think, because you're not alone. It's okay to feel that way. But what what people need to realize is there's always better. You have like the newest car right now. In a few months, they'll make a new one. Like there's always better out there. Like you think you have the best thing. Because best is relative. I always say that. What is the best thing to me? Might be mediocre to someone else. So in that moment, you may think that that is the best option for you. But there's always better out there. And no matter what situation you are in, the same way they accepted you, that's the same way you'll find someone that will accept you. Maybe not in that light. It could be better. But staying in a situation because you feel like there's nothing left out there for you, it's like the wrongest reason to stay. But it's understandable if that is how you feel because in that moment, you don't understand so, number three, the cycle of abuse. After every abusive incident comes a makeup honeymoon phase. Often, when an abusive situation happens, it is followed by the abuser doing something nice or apologizing and promising that they will never do it again. This makes their partner minimize the original abusive behavior. <laughs> okay, so what even made this <laughs> worse for me is... So, on Friday, a friend of mine that's trying to be my boyfriend sent me flowers at work because we had had an argument on Monday. So, he sent me flowers, strawberries, and love notes at work. And so, my best friend at work is looking at, uh, okay, she's standing right beside me as I received the package. And everybody's like, oh, Tommy has a boyfriend. Oh, and everybody's looking. And then she's like, oh, no, um, that's her friend that got it for her. But he fucked up, so he's apologizing. So one person walks up to me at work and is like, oh, you know, I can give you the 1-800 number if you need help. 
don't just be <laughs> don't just enjoy this moment like i was like wow wow but then like because that's how it is like when when the guys do this they turn around and then it's like oh baby i'm so sorry like now i love shoots so much because my ex whenever we will have an argument whenever he will yell at me whenever he would do anything and then he knows he hurt my feelings because i'm very emotional i'm super sensitive like all my friends just hate that's like my worst feature because of how sensitive i am and then whenever my friends see me and they're like why are you so sensitive i'm like i don't know i can't help it but yeah back to that's no way i was going with that yeah <laughs> but yeah um whenever we'll fight or have any argumental issues he will just always buy me shoes he knew how much i love shoes and he will buy me shoes and then it's like oh i'm sorry why'd you make me do that i'm sorry you just always make me do this to you oh you know i love you and the only reason why i talk to you like this is because i know you're better than this i know you can be better i want you to be the better person do, 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 do. that's exactly how it is it's like oh don't worry things are gonna get better and then in my head, I'm like, okay, yeah, everything will get better. So, And he loves me because he's giving me a gift so I could just do better. And that's it. I just sit there. I'm like, oh, well, he'll buy me shoes. And then when he doesn't buy me shoes, I will go back and beg. I'm like, okay, well, maybe I really did fuck up. So I'm not getting gifts this time and stuff like that. And that happens. But we should always just look beyond the gifts look beyond the apology and one thing i learned after this whole um ordeal with this person was whenever anyone apologizes to me i always tend to ask them what exactly are you sorry for what exactly are you apologizing for and then they will tell me stuff like this is why I'm apologizing. Now, if you don't know why you're apologizing, then you don't know. So, um, if someone hit you and then they're like, I'm sorry. So, what exactly are you sorry about? If they don't know the reason why they're sorry. If they don't know that they should be sorry for behaving like animals and doing what they did to you. And they just say, I'm sorry because you made me do this. I'm sorry because... I reacted this way and stuff like that, then it is not it. You know? Yeah. So, number four. It is dangerous to leave. Like, very dangerous. Many times, leaving an abusive relationship is not only emotionally difficult, but it could be life-threatening. In fact, the most dangerous time in an abusive relationship is post-breakup. Most women are 70 times more likely to be killed in the weeks after leaving their abusive partners than any other time during the relationship. And the page also has something about the best way to protect yourself if you're in an abusive relationship is to create a safety plan. For help creating one, check out uh, my plan app. The link is also there. So with this, it is, I understand this and I know this. I've heard of many stories of when a girl walks out of a, relationship like that and then they get killed or something bad happens to them so that is a very serious situation that happens with people um with in my situation i moved 
away from the person. It was hard. And yeah, and I know like it was always crazy because he would say stuff like, oh, um, I'm going to kill myself if you leave me and I'm going to kill you. And he would say that. But thank God I was able to leave. I moved and it was a hard process, but then I did it. So, moving on, number five, it says, it is not just hard to break up safely, it is also hard to escape the cycle of control. Hmm. So, it says, people in abusive relationships often attempt to break up with their partner's what am I reading? People in abusive relationships often attempt to break up with their partner several times before the breakup sticks. On average, a person in an abusive relationship will attempt to leave seven times before they finally leave for good. People in abusive relationships often attempt to break up with their partner several times before the breakup sticks. On average, a person in an abusive relationship will attempt to leave seven times before finally leaving for good. I don't know why they put it twice. Hmm. I guess that's why I was confused earlier. But yeah, it happens like that. And then, because like, there are times you'll be like, oh, well, I'm done. And then like, no, you're not going anywhere. I'm done. No, you're not going anywhere. Like, it's like, like where do you think you're going? Like, what do you want to do? Where are you going to go? Where do you want to start from? You know, it's not happening. You're not leaving me. <laughs> that's exactly how you hear it. But it's okay. It takes it's a gradual step. It's not a one time thing. It's gonna happen in due time. But you also have to be careful and protect your sanity in such situations. So number six, society perpetuates perpetuates <laughs> a ride or die mindset. Those in unhealthy or abusive relationships might stay with their partners or get back together after a breakup because they feel pressure not to give up, forgive and forget, or write it out. Pop culture glamorizes being a ride or die for your friends and partners, making people out to be in the wrong for leaving their partner. And while being loyal is a great thing, a good friend of partner will never endanger or hurt you. No true words have ever been spoken. A good friend or partner will never, ever, ever endanger you or hurt you. Yes, everybody's like, oh, well, you guys have been together for so long. What's there? Oh, don't worry. Maybe he's just stressed out. Just write it out. Just write it out. Maybe you're the one stressing it out. Maybe if you're not stressing him out so much, maybe he won't do this. Oh, you guys are so good together. Don't do this. Don't. One thing I've learned to do in relationships is it's not about what people on the outside see or think. It's about what you on the inside think and feel. Because now everybody puts their best foot forward. Even when you're being hit. Even when you're being abused. You never put that part out. Till today, if any of my friends listen to this, and then they hear and they find out which one of my exes it is that I'm speaking of. They will never believe because we had like the perfect relationship. Like, I'm like, oh, I wish my boyfriend could do this for me like they did for you. 
And then that sales is like, okay, well, yeah, mm, he's doing all these other things. Let me write it out. I'm going to stay. Oh, let me be loyal to him because he's doing this because of what people will say and stuff like that. But in the end, and at the end of the day, you just need to realize that anyone that truly and genuinely loves you will never hurt you or put you in danger or put you down. So, number seven, they feel personally responsible for their partner or their behavior. After conflict, an abuser will turn the situation around and make their partner feel guilty or as though they are somewhat at fault. This type of behavior is known as gaslighting. So there's a link here showing what gaslighting is. So I'm going to quickly... Oh, it shows seven signs of gaslighting. Mm, And the signs is... The signs are you question if your feelings are justified. You second guess your recollection of past events. You find yourself apologizing. You make excuses for your partner. You think there's something wrong with you. You trust the judgment of others over your own. You think something might be off, which is everything that I said in like, which is everything that I said was stuff that I've gone through through all of this. So it's like, um, because they'll come and be like, why do you make me do this? You know, I love you. You know, I love you. Don't make me do this. And then you in turn, you're sitting down there, you're like, oh, maybe I did this. Maybe it's my fault this. And all of that. Maybe if I did better. And all of that. So it's never your fault that someone did anything wrong to you. You are not the reason someone does something bad to you. You are not the reason someone is being evil. You're not the reason someone hits you. It's never your fault. No matter what you do, even if you... I keep saying this. Even if you walk on somebody's head, you're not the reason that they will turn around and hit you. They hit you because they can hit you. There are other reactions, but of all the reactions in the world, they chose to hit you. It is never your fault. It is their choice. So, number eight. They believe that if they stick it out, things might change. (laughs) A lot of people in abusive relationships stay in them because they love their partners and think things will change. They might also believe their partner's behavior is due to tough times or feel as though they can change. If their partner... Uh, I feel as though they can change their partner if they are better partners themselves. Never stay in a relationship in which you count on someone to change their behavior for the better. Just like I said earlier, you blame yourself. You're like, oh, yeah, I could be better and then they'll be better. You also say, oh, maybe it's a tough time. Once this moment passes, they will do better. And all of that, but if you need to change something about them, don't go into it because you'll probably not be able to change it. If they always say, if it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> if it's broken, then try to fix it. That's what I say. Don't try to be the person that molds up a broken person. Oh, he just needs to be shown a little more love because that's all I said. Oh, well, uh, he's, he's been away from his family so long. He just needs to be shown a little more love. You need love too. 
you don't need the hate you don't need the hurt you don't need all of that you need more love too so just like it says don't stay in a relationship in which you count on someone to change their behavior for the better now if it's a good behavior you're trying to upgrade that's good but if you want someone to completely turn around because they're in a relationship with you i'm sorry sis nine out of ten times it doesn't happen in fact i'll say ten out of ten times it doesn't happen so going to number nine there is social pressure to be in a perfect relationship there is incredible pressure to be in a perfect relationship and some cultures and social and some cultures and social media only accentuates this this pressure just like i said people put their best foot forward so you put your best foot forward everybody thinks you're perfect so everybody's calling you hey couple goals couple goals hey look at you tommy and this oh goals this and this goals a b and j and all of that and then you're there back home suffering but because you don't want you being goals to be stuff people talk about you choose to stay you should also just like i always say it doesn't matter what people say it matters how you feel it is you that is living this life not the people that are making you goals half the time people that are making you go they don't even have what you have they don't want what you have they just want to hype you up and make you feel like yay you're doing awesome so in the end, at the end of the day, it's all about you. You, you, you. It is you season every season. Number 10. Fear of how others will react. <laughs> People in abusive relationships often feel embarrassed to abuse. Ugh. People in abusive relationships often feel embarrassed to admit that their partner is abusive for the fear of being judged, blamed, marginalized pitied or looked down on for example in some lgbtqia relationships someone may stay in with their partner for the fear of being outed so now this is true and for the longest i think if anybody in my family listens to this this is the first time they will ever hear i've been in an abusive relationship because i've never really spoken about it like if i'm talking to someone like my best friend at work when she comes at me and then she'll like comes close to me, I flinch and cover myself and she's like, I'm not gonna hit you. I'm like, girl, I've been in an abusive relationship. It's my first reaction. The moment you yell at me, the first thing I do is cover my head because if you wanna hit me, just don't hit my face. <laughs> so yeah, I for the longest I don't think I've ever spoken to any okay, well, when I started going to therapy, I spoke to my therapist about it. She was actually like, Oh, be more open about it and stuff. So I've never really I've spoken about it to anyone really because I just feel like no if I tell you you're gonna judge me like because I I used to be that person that would judge people that in abusive relationship I'm like oh well you're so stupid to stay in that relationship and then when you walk the walk <laughs> then you know and then you know it's not easy but yeah this is the first real time I'm talking about it like this and I'm never really talking about it. I'm just like touching the edges. Oh my God, I have something in my throat. <clears throat> but yeah, number 11, they share a life together. 
marriages, children, a shared fan and shared finances are often huge reasons that people in abusive relationships stay in them. This dependency is heightened in relationships where where one partner is differently abled. But there are also similar factors that affect young people's decision to stay in relationship, including shared friend groups and living situations. So, well, since I've already put it all out there, I'm just going to give it all away. So, this happened when I was in school, and we lived together. So, it was like, well, if you break up with me while you're moving out, and no, don't ask me for a few days, like today. We had joint bank accounts. We had a lot of stuff together, and it's it's just back to that where will I start from like where do I go from here like and it was like well when I left my old roommate like we kind of left on like terms where it was like oh oh well you're going to you're going to a new fancy house so yeah go get out and I'm like oh well yeah I'm gonna pay you for the rest of the months and yeah I don't need to be here so I couldn't go back there Getting a new place would have been hard. It's me and a child. Where do I want to start from? And it was just like, okay, well, I just have a few more months till the end of the year. And then I'm going back home and all of that. And it's like, oh, well, I could go back home, but there's nobody at home. I'm by myself. I could go stay with my sister, but then she has her family. And then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to stay. But there's always somewhere to call. I know there are numbers that you can call. I know now there, there, there are places that you can go. And sometimes just talking to someone about it also helps. Like, truth is, I wish I had spoken to someone earlier. I'm not even going to lie because it broke me. It changed the person that I am. I'm scared of being held like if me and someone have an argument or I'm upset about something and you try to hold me after I will start shaking and people always say oh um PTSD is for only people that go to military and stuff like that but no people have PTSD from relationships you have like serious emotional PTSD and then you have like triggers and then you have like um episodes yeah and then you are just maybe around someone that you care about so much and you hope to have like a nice life with and then you just have this breakdown moment and then at the end they sit down and think like oh my god I must look crazy to this person or something like that but yeah there as hard as it is there's always a way out and speaking to someone is always a better option than being quiet. I used to journal. I'll write it down. But speaking it out and saying it out and hearing someone feel how you feel. Now, I know sometimes when people, when you talk to someone, the reaction they may give you may not be what you expect. But if you just... Sometimes it doesn't stop with one person. You talk to one person, they bring you down. I know it's hard to open up to someone else. 
but if you speak to a professional, I know that's why they have those numbers. They have like counselors, like you could go online and like just looking at this while I looked on there, there were like a lot of numbers, places that you could go to that popped up. So if you want to just speak to somebody and there are always ways people will pick you up, even if you have nothing, people will help. They may not always help, but at least at least you tried and then you didn't just stay there and just be there for four years. So um there's an end note. It says there are lots of elements that influence a person's decision to stay in an abusive relationship. And while seeking help to get out of these relationships is the most important thing, blaming someone in an abusive relationship is never okay. There's a big difference between judgment and responsibility. While someone may have had, uh, while someone might have used bad judgment by staying in an unhealthy and dangerous situation, it doesn't mean that they are responsible or asking for the abuse perpetrated against them. Now, they pick these words right out of my heart, and yeah, this is it. I hope I. I have like I hope that if there's anyone out there that is in an abusive relationship, you find the courage to speak up and talk to someone and I hope things get better and you are able to get the strength to walk away from it. It is never easy the first few years <laughs> the first few months, years, days, weeks, first few nights. You will have nightmares, you will have it's terrible, but it's always better to walk away at the end of the day. And I hope you all have a great week. And till next time, be loyal to the version of me that you know. And do not judge me by my podcasts. <laughs>